ask you, what does year of our Lord even mean? Okay. It's a sp- it's spiritual. I wouldn't expect you to understand. Hello and welcome to episode 86 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast where we talk about the things that you nerd out about and we nerd out about and everybody nerds out about. Today is Tuesday, March 17th, the year of our Lord, 2015, and this is episode 86. Did I already say that? I was Googling what year of our Lord means. Got it. And I am joined today by my beautiful, wonderful, luscious, lovely, recently single co-host. What? Christina Wise. Are you breaking up with me through the podcast? Surprise. Hi, Christy. How are you doing today? Well, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know now. Okay. Welcome to the show. Are you present? Are you here? Are you locked and loaded? Are you ready to, to talk well, about some fun honestly, things? Well, honestly, I wasn't, but now I am. <laughs> you've As had a very full day. As my boss says, close the lids. Close <laughs> the lids. You've had a very full day. I will say that I much. Have. You've done more than you usually do. And we have some stuff to talk about. We'll see. We'll see what, how, today's, uh, how today's show go. We're going to cover some listener feedback. I came across an article that... Uh, is was it apropos to how this last week has gone and how your day has gone and some of the new things that you have in the works. We're going to workshop a new segment, Am I a Jerk, from Christy Wise. You got some drone strikes. I got some space news. It's going to be fantastic. So let's just jump right into it. Last week's episode, episode 85 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk, okay, mm-hmm. not going to do that whole thing again. We talked jerky. It was our salty surprise episode. I need to stop saying that, but it just keeps being funny I like it. in my head. Um, we had some great feedback. And I have to say this. Of all the guests that we've had on, we have had guests on the show that want to move to the moon. We have had uh, uh, cross-dressers on the show. We have had real-life superheroes on the show, people that put on costumes and go out into the street to attempt to fight crime. And of all of the people ha- that we've had on the show, of all the little subcultures that we've tapped into, I have never seen the amount of feedback uh, as I did from the beef jerky episode. People love jerky. It was rivaled. <laughs> it was rivaled by the the infamous banana candy debate. That got a lot of traction on Facebook, but this really took off on Twitter. I think um, our guest that we had on the Jerky Report at the Jerky Report on Twitter, he. Um, wasn't joking when he said that he's built quite the community around him of beef jerky enthusiasts mm-hmm. and other sm- these small mom and pop shops that are making beef jerky uh, because we had a number of beef jerky organ- companies reach out to us, listen to the show, uh, tell us that they loved it or whatever. So that's that's cool. Um, I did have one person reach out because he listened and he wanted us to know if, if anybody out there wants to try the python jerky that was mentioned on the last episode. Uh, Hilton Head House of Jerky, which okay. their website's really easy. Hilton Head House of Jerky, all one word, dot com. Where are they out of Palm Springs? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Okay. I will warn you, if you go to the website, it does autoplay some pirate music. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a pirate themed website. <laughs> of course. They're it really is. they're really going for the beef jerky was the original snack of the pirates, I guess, theme situation. Yeah. So if you guys want to try the Python jerky, I know I'm going to try some. HiltonHeadHouseOfJerky.com. And hey, if you find any other weird jerkies out there, we would love to hear about it. I would love to hear about it. Send us a link because I will buy some and I will eat it. <laughs> There's an exotic meat store around here. No, there used to be. I do, I've, it's closed, I believe. Because oh. you cut out where I said that I had had ostrich and alligator and yeah i don't remember what the other one was that part was in there yeah i did cut out a solid 30 minutes of last I week's once show. ate turtle <laughs> yeah so let's just relive it right now let's relive all 30 <laughs> minutes that i cut <laughs> out intentionally i didn't want to bore everybody worse than they already were you're such a jerk <laughs> the new segment needs to be jeremy's a jerk yeah it's just called the last 85 episodes of the nerd out loud podcast basically uh okay so we got some other feedback through our website it's really easy to do you just go to nerdoutloudpod.com slash ask you can reach out to us anonymously or not anonymously or whatever listener joe i think his name is joe i always get it mixed up it's either joe or albert i don't know he's on twitter anyway Joe wrote in and he said, I feel like I miss out on a lot of great nerd out loud discussion because I am not on Facebook. Is this true? What say you, Christy Wise? I think no. I mean, when we had the banana survey, like you talked about, yeah. that that got some traction. Other than that, no. We comment a lot on other, like the takedown podcasts or whatever. Yeah. So then that's where it might come in but other than that we don't have that much traffic on the old facebook yeah we do have we have an active community of podcast friends on twitter and we have an active community of podcast friends on facebook there's not a a ton of overlap but there is some but i will say like all the people kind of from the takedown podcast all those type of people all those type of people mm-hmm. uh they have a very active facebook page yes. and so there's some involvement there uh, but you know, Joe, if you're not on Facebook, you're not on Facebook. You know, I I like not missing much. Um, I like it because I like to chat with people on there, which I do like a lot of the times during the day. Just chat with people, check in with them, see how people are doing. But I'm way more active on Twitter, Joe. So anything, anything that is really exciting, personally anyway, I'll I'll put on Twitter. I prefer Twitter over Facebook. So I think I think and you're I'm gonna opposite. be. I think you're gonna be okay. That's that's my that's my final judgment. How do you feel about that? I I agree. Okay, uh, we got some more feedback from multiple people. Jesse Dollimore, friend of the show. Jesse Dollimore, Robert Robert Pape, I believe it was Robert Pape, uh, reached out to us about. We discussed the, as I called it last week, the Canadian goose incident. I had some friends that may or may not have captured a Canadian goose and attempted to cook it and eat it. Uh. Allegedly, some friends that did that. We called a Canadian goose multiple times. Evidently, it is called a Canada goose. So Canadian goose is the improper term, is a Canada goose. Which I will say, when it's framed that way, it makes me feel way worse about my friends participating in that kind of behavior. Because when it's just, when it's Canadian goose, it's like, oh, it's just this obnoxious goose coming from another country. Mm -hmm. So it like, doesn't count as much or something 
because it's like a pest trying to invade our country. Well, it is a pest. But when they say a Canada goose, it's like that's like its species, and it's all of a sudden this majestic, beautiful creature. And and it makes me want to kill it even more. And I have this, I have this weird guilt about it. Uh, My friends doing this, (laughs) I have this like guilt that's attached to it, which is weird because I mean we all. I mean, there was some judgment tossed around online, some some accusations put out there by people listening to the show, and and that's understandable. I, I, it's it's my understanding that that might have not been an entirely legal situation with the with the Canada goose, but but all of those. I mean, we all eat we all eat meat for the most yeah. part. Like, y- who amongst us has not directly or indirectly been involved in the slaughter Murder. of some kind of creature? Right. By purchasing a meat product. Well, what did it taste like? I, w- I don't know. Uh, as I covered last week, from what I heard, it tasted very similar to other birds, but, you know, okay. a little probably kind of gamey. gamey. Yeah. Yeah. All the uh, pop bottle lids that had been eating. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Green Lake or whatever. So that was that. Um, so I came across a... This is very... Uh, as I mentioned, this is very apropos to where my head has been at lately and and what has been consuming a lot of your free time as well. I came across an article by a guy named uh, Mark Duplass, and I am hopefully not mispronouncing his last name. <laughs> I don't know. Looks like Duplass, but he's in the league. He's in uh, HBO's show Togetherness. He's an actor and I Mindy believe a, project. a writer and a producer, I think, mm-hmm. director. He's a creative dude. So I came across this. I came across this uh, article about a talk that he did at South by Southwest, and I will link to the talk in the um, in the article, but or in the show notes. But I just wanted to go over it and kind of chat about it a little bit, okay? Because it very much I just identified with identified with where he was coming from uh, about kind of creating stuff, and there are some things that are real specific too. TV or movies or whatever, and we'll just kind of whatever. But you'll see. So uh, the article, Mark Duplass in South by Southwest keynote for indie film, the Calvary is not coming. And he kind of has eight, uh, you know, they this article goes over like a few key points. There, uh, The first one, there are no excuses not to be making short films on the weekend using your iPhone. Which I like. I like that mm-hmm. concept, and he touches on it again later. Um, he says, make your first feature in under 30 days using what you have. And that's kind of along that same lines. And he actually told a story about a movie that he created using just like a camera phone, basically. And, uh, I totally dug that, but, um, you know, I have this whole side project that we've talked about a few times that I launched kind of in, or announced that I was doing it and kind of put it out there that I was doing it in October of last year. It's this thing called 10, 7, 10. And, Basically, the concept is, the concept is that it's. I kind of want it to be like my garage, kind of like I have this garage, and people come over, and you show them around the garage, and you say, "This is the stuff that I'm like working on and tinkering on and making, and these are the things that I'm doing, and like here's some of the tools that I used, and let's hang out and like make stuff together or show me what you're building or whatever. And so I want to build a website that's basically like this garage where people, you know, share, I want to share all the fun like podcasts and all the cool stuff that our friends are doing. I want to kind of have a a housing 
what's the right word that I'm looking for? Like a a showcase, I guess, for mm-hmm. the stuff that we're already doing, Nerd Out Loud and the Takedown Podcast now and a couple other shows that we have in the works. I want to have that all in one spot and uh, see just what kind of like fun community that we can build. So I love that concept of just uh, there are no excuses not to be making short films or not to be making stuff. I would just say not to be making stuff like with the iPhone, with the stuff that's in your pocket. I mean, we all have it's crazy. You can record and edit a podcast. We'll talk about podcasts in this example because that's what I do a lot of. And that's what we're on right now but you can record an entire podcast and edit it and post it and everything if you want to from from a phone i mean it's not going to be beautiful but it it will definitely work and you can people make it out to be this huge crazy thing and you could literally i guarantee you 90 percent of the people listening if you have the ability to listen to this podcast you have the ability to make a podcast and for little to no cost to you so I just dug that. Uh, yeah, I dug that That's idea. Good You're just staring at me. <laughs> you have any thoughts, sir? No, I, I no. like it. No. I like this. And then towards the end, he says, uh, "When you start to make money, now is the time to raise your friends up. Communism is good here." Duplass said, "All your friends are going to say, I have an idea.' Then you can throw a thousand dollars at them and say, go for it. If it's terrible, it's a write-off. But take eighty percent of it and share it with your crew." I like that. I like that concept of communism, and I—that's really what I want to do. I'm trying to build communism. I'm trying to build, become a communist. That's really what I want to do with this website. Like, I obviously I'm going to put my own stuff on there, Mm -hmm. but I want to put other people's stuff on there too, and highlight people's stuff, and have people come and like blog and share stuff, you know, so we can kind of grow this community and just get the word out about these projects that people are doing, and. and I love that concept. I think Mike Frizzell told me the other day, and now I can't remember it. Something like the, when, when, the, when the tide rises, all of the ships get higher or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know. When, you when know that can, old saying. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that, old, that, old, uh, that old saying. Uh, <clears throat> Especially the, the old saying of when the shit, what is it? When the tides rise up, all the ships uh-huh. are at or something. Yeah, something like that. Something, something like along that. those the lines. The old English. Yeah. I want to raise the tides. That's what I'm saying. I okay. want to raise the tides because all of all of the ships are going to get higher if we can. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I like that. So I liked all that stuff. And speaking of a rising tide that makes all the ships float, you know, that old mm-hmm. Hamlet, mm-hmm. <laughs> as they say in the old village. You are you are going to be rising the tide. You you have a show that you're putting together. Are we going to talk about that now? Sure. Do you want to announce that? Or do you want to wait until it's actually out for people to listen to? No, it's fine because it will be officially announced tomorrow Yeah. before we put this out. That's true. So you're you're we just recorded your fr- a first episode of your new podcast. Yes. Kind of a pilot, kind of a placeholder. An episode zero. Episode zero. Yeah. Um, it's a new podcast with Mike Frizzell of Takedown Podcast and friend of the show. Friend of the show, Mike Frizzell. Where we will recap, weekly recap TBTL, yeah. Too Beautiful to Live podcast. We will also interview a listener, which we call ourselves the 10. So we'll have a, a listener interview portion and then we will play people's favorite segments old classic segments 
So that's our newest adventure, and it's called Little Red Bandwagon. Yeah, because you guys put it out there to the to. So Christy listens to a podcast called Too Beautiful to Live. We, me, and Christy actually met at a TBTL event, event even though I had not listened to the <laughs> podcast. And I've listened to it a little bit since I don't mm-hmm. listen. It comes out every day, yes. and it's like an hour it's plus every yep. single day. So it, it just feels like a commitment. But here's the good news is that now I won't have to listen every day <laughs> because you and Mike are going to recap the entire week's episode in like or the, all of the episodes from the previous week in like and 30 minutes. And you're going to edit it, so it won't. <laughs> so I'll be able to just listen to you guys once a week right. on the Little Red Bandwagon. Yes. I'm sure about it. But... I'm excited for you. Yeah, you and are the listeners to TBTL voted for the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did turn it over to the hive mind of TBTL. Yeah. And I will say, this is as excited as I have ever seen you about a project. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. I would say uh, you get very excited about the Eureka podcast. Whenever that comes out, you're <laughs> always very excited and happy, excited to hear it, always wanting to talk about it. I hear you listening to it all the time. Uh, you are listed as their intern on Facebook. So we got Eureka podcast. But I didn't I list myself you as that? Get, you get very excited about Eureka podcast. You love Takedown. You're always talking to me about that. I get way TVTL. excited about you on Takedown. And now you're like, now you're doing your own thing. And you are like on fire about this thing. You're You're moving and shaking and... I mean, how long ago did you guys come up with this idea? It was last week, right? On Wednesday? Wednesday, Thursday. And you, probably by this time next week, you will have more listeners on that podcast than we have ever had on this. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, we had 139 votes for the winning name. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I, don't e- I don't even know. I didn't add up all of them together, but it had to be two, 250, yeah. 300. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I'm going to be on TBTL pitching the show tomorrow. Yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> As people are listening to this. Go back You and will have been yesterday. And we will tweet it and Facebook it and post Which links I'm and share really it. Which I'm really nervous about You'll do being great. on the show. Yeah. It's okay. Sometimes when you're nervous, you're a little, you know, you're there. You're there. <laughs> As opposed to <laughs> As opposed to when you're just leaning back relaxed well the weird part browsing the old facebook when you're trying to record a podcast it's gonna be on i'm recording it tomorrow (laughs) at noon Uh while i'm at work okay in my car so that's gonna be even weird you're pulling a uh mike frizzell (laughs) (laughs) that's what we call that one i recorded the takedown podcast and uh last week with friend of the show mike frizzell and he sounded like absolute garbage and i was trying to figure out why and he turned on his video camera and he was actually recording the entire episode from the passenger seat of his wife's car parked in the garage of his home and naked for some reason no no rhyme or reason to that but he was naked with the rabbit so i posted uh an actual rabbit not the sex toy rabbit yeah yeah there's (laughs) no way mike could afford an actual (laughs) sex rabbit okay come on so New uh, new segment that we're going to be workshopping. Am I a jerk? Yes. <laughs> but am you are you a jerk? Is am Christy I a, jerk? a jerk? So you had you had a couple things. I had you wanted a couple things that. How's happened. this going to work? We're going to go over a couple things that you did, and, and you decide. We decide. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Can I add things to the list, or do we have to go off of the <laughs> list that you bring to the? <laughs> no, you're the jerk. Oh. No, I get to bring the list. You're the jerk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the first one, my. For some reason, my former bosses uh, kept me 
as the alarm contact when the alarm goes off at what we call the mansion Mm -hmm. and it's for sale. So I have been called multiple times on a Saturday, probably when they're doing an open house of clearing, clearing them. Well, I let them know the alarm was going off. I text one of the daughters like, Hey, um, I didn't say this part, but I know you haven't talked to me in months ever since you let me go. But the Ever alarm since is they going off. They orchestrated your firing behind the scenes, right? And then kept me on for a couple months because they needed my information that I had in my head. But anyways, um, so I text them like, "Hey, the alarm's going off," and I, you know, I re, I cleared it. Yeah. And um, they were like, "Oh, thanks." Well, the next thing, so then last was it last weekend? Last weekend, I get a call probably at nine in the morning mm-hmm. and I just cleared to voicemail cause I know it's the alarm company and I listened to the voicemail right away and they said, um, the alarm's going off at address and blank doesn't know the password and needs it to be cleared. Can you call us? If you do not call us in the next five minutes, the police will be going out to the house. So your old and your old coworker was at the house. Not my old coworker, the daughter. Oh, the daughter. Okay. Yeah, the worst one. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I chose to not call the alarm company because and let the police go. And there. because it's a huge fine. It's a huge fine. Also, the way that that daughter specifically treated me. Mm-hmm. Am I a jerk? Yes. <laughs> yes, you're definitely a jerk. Because, and here's why. Anybody can be anybody can be nice and loving and gracious to people that are nice and loving and gracious to them. It's it's easy to be nice to people that are nice to you. Mm-hmm. The the challenge and the the re- opportunity for growth comes when you get to extend grace to those that don't deserve grace. And What's you grace again? and you you lift them up to a higher place and you create an opportunity to make their day better, to make their life better, to improve the relationship, to prove to the universe that you have a good heart and good intentions. Do you know how many times And that you I chose not to do that. But do you know how many times I did that for them okay and it was yeah i that's i totally get that but i'm still a jerk yeah Mm -hmm. the second one happened yesterday okay and i still feel a little (laughs) weird telling it okay so i called i called the help desk at work Mm -hmm. because we're having a calendar issue and this guy is super nice um and one of my favorite people at work and he is set to get married in May. And it's a big deal because he they it was supposed to be in August and then he ended up getting deployed to uh Iraq or Afghanistan and so they moved the wedding up because he has to go to he's going to be deployed in June. Yeah. So moved it Serving up. Serving the country. Yeah. So he says, "How was your weekend?" And I said, "Oh, it's pretty good. It's always too short, you know, just the small talk like Yeah. Okay, my issue's done now. And he said, oh, yeah, I was really bummed that it didn't rain. 
And then I said, oh, did you get a lot of wedding stuff done? And he said, oh, that's done. And I said, oh, all the wedding stuff is done? And he got really sad and he goes, no, the wedding's done. She called it off this weekend. I felt like a big jerk. You felt like a jerk for... Yeah, for bringing it up. Oh, well, there's no way you could have known. I guess. Definitely not a jerk in that situation. Well, how do you respond to it after that? Do you just say, I oh, was like, sorry? I said, oh, no, that's terrible. And then, uh, and he's like, yeah, it is what it is. We didn't tell anyone. Um, we just pulled each other's pictures off of Facebook and I just did not Brutal. know. I just did not know what to do. Oh, and it just felt like... Oh. I couldn't say the right thing. And then <laughs> I said, oh, no, but your invitations already went out because they like went yeah. around work and stuff. And he's like, I know. And then I said, oh, my God, do you have to like tell people? And he's like, no, she has to tell people oh. it was her her doing. And then I'm like, oh, no. Now knowing <laughs> more details, I feel even worse. That's brutal. I would say, no, you're not a jerk. Sounds like you handled it. OK could have handled it a little better but but when i texted him a picture of my boobs was that a jerk yeah, that's, no, that's, <laughs> you're just trying to be a supportive co-worker i get that i get that it's totally to- perfectly normal perfectly healthy uh, you met yeah. him at the holiday party i know he was a very nice he's a very nice man okay so i'm not a jerk on that right, one so speaking of being overseas christina was <laughs> Okay, today is not a Facebook one, oh. so I don't know. I think Drone Congrats. Zone, I think Drone Zone's <laughs> only. You're graduating. Facebook is that what we decided? No, <laughs> no. And Drone let's, Strike. Yeah, is let's make it really complicated. Okay, so <laughs> I just lied. One's Facebook, Kay. and one is um, oh. not. Kay. So which one do you want first? Get uh, your dealer's choice. Okay, let's dealer's do the Facebook choice. one and get it over with. My drone strike is people that always seem to know somebody Kay. that has had the worst case scenario happen to them. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like the statistical outline. The person, I, my friend's baby died <laughs> from getting a vaccine. Yeah. It's like or the, my friend got <laughs> fired for making $15 we'll an hour. We'll call that the uh, exception to the rule person. <laughs> always. Yeah. And it's always the same type of people. And <laughs> yeah. they always are posting the same type of article with the same answer that their friend did this and their friend did that or yeah. whatever. I'd like to see these friends. I mean, yeah. they're, they're Get your friend on Facebook to all, talk about yeah, it. All of, all of these people's friends are, are terrible people <laughs> or would, they're, or they have the worst luck they of anyone. They probably don't have friends. They don't. Yeah. They it's don't a, have it's not true. Which is why they have to resort it's to making horrible arguments on Facebook. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I'll give you that one. I'll give you no, that that's one. Oftentimes, terrible. I disagree with the critical nature that you, mm. like the way that you just attack everything and everyone around you at all <laughs> times. Um, <laughs> I struggle with that personally because I, I like to try and be positive and encouraging <laughs> and uplifting to those around me. <laughs> and so sometimes I struggle with that, but I'll give you that one. It's terrible, Seriously, right? Fuck that person. Okay. <laughs> all right. Next. You might not agree with me on this one. Okay, so just a little background. At work, part of my job is that all the people that have my job, which is executive assistant, our job is once we have to go out and get all of the executives and VPs lunch every day. Yeah. 
The whole thing is disagree a with <laughs> pain in our ass. I hate everything about the whole lunch situation. Mm. Don't need to go too much in it. But this is what I hate. People that say guac instead of guacamole. <laughs> yeah. They need to just be gone from the face I'll of the earth. That. It's right up it's there. Terrible. It's right up there with people that overpronounce words when they're ordering they have an like, accent. Uh, yeah, they overemphasize accents on things. Like yes. I would take some authentic guacamole, yeah. <laughs> as they say. Right. Yeah, I can't. It, it's so bad. Just say a mole. Just say the word. Like just right. add the mole. It's not going to kill anybody. Yeah, it, You're it not makes me in that much of a rush that you have to shorten it to guac. Yeah, yeah. I I had an incident where um, <laughs> someone was ordering a a side of guac and I and I said, "You mean guacamole?" <laughs> like I'm just going that? yes I'm going to every single time so every you corrected the person that was placing their order with yes. you yes wow I mean I th- can we just drone strike this whole situation where you have to go get lunch for a bunch of grown men and they ha- they, <laughs> they have a, like a wallet that has all these different compartments and yes. everybody gives cash and right. yeah I at the very and least they choose different places. At the very least, what you need to do is you need to get a square reader so you can take credit cards and you need to charge them a delivery fee. So you need to charge them each like two fifty extra per meal for the service of you going out and getting their food and bringing it back. Well, and it's just not, oh, run to this. It's sometimes on... There's days when there's three or four different stops yeah. we have to make. Yeah. This whole process starts at nine in the morning when we circulate the email of who wants what, <laughs> yeah. who's in, who's out, who has money, who doesn't have money. There's a spreadsheet that's kept and <laughs> it's always gone. It's always out of order because some people don't understand Excel. The formulas are always messed up. Yeah. It's a whole ordeal. It, I can't. Let's just drone strike that whole situation. Yes. <laughs> or your whole workplace. I mean, if it wasn't, we need the income, but. Right. <laughs> and I would never wish harm on anybody. Let me clarify that no, before I the FBI say, comes knocking down on I wouldn't our say drone strike my whole work. I, I like my coworkers. That's some good ones. Okay. All right. Another weird thing that happened, you know, speaking of my work, is that, you know, again, I haven't had coworkers in seven years. Yeah. So I'm just starting having that situation. And uh, as soon as I walked into work today, someone yells at me, Christy, you're not wearing green. Yeah. And jumped out of their desk, out of their office and pinched me. Wow. That's actually a thing that happens. Did you know that? Yeah. You should like contact HR because that's. Oh, the HR lady. The HR lady did it as well. So. Um, then you should then, mace people or something. Well, like. I got to the point where I just turned it a little creepy, <laughs> where I said I did this on purpose. <laughs> and then someone said, <laughs> "You should wear. You should go just just go get like a sticker or a pin." And I was like, "But then the pinching will stop." And gave kind of a creepy look and yeah. did a little wink. And yeah. then, strangely enough, no one did it anymore. Yeah. This is just one of those. Oh, my I boss hate did, this holiday. My boss said it's not a holiday. First, let's let's get that straight. My boss said. Does Jeremy know about your pinching fetish? <laughs> and I was like, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, he does. does. Give him my phone number. We'll talk it out. But the the last time any kind of situation like this happened was it was like elementary school. Yeah. Yeah. I have. Uh, I, I did not experience any pinching at my work today. <laughs> I will say. Sadly. I didn't even remember that it was St. Patrick. Because, OK, first of all, 
I have a, a very big hatred of this holiday. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous and racist. It's not <laughs> racist because Irish isn't a race. Sorry, it's what, what is it? Well, it's reinforcing it's racial stereotypes. Not racial, but yes, there it's an ethnicity. Irish okay. is an ethnicity, not a race. But yes, it, it's like the worst part of everything. Like, oh, hey, we have a problem with alcohol. Let's just push that up to the forefront. Yeah. But that's not what I'm talking about. And it's celebrated. But St. Patrick drove the snakes out of Ireland. That's what he's known for. That's why he was sainted or martyred or whatever. But the snakes are the Celtic people. So he drove, <laughs> he yeah. brought Christianity and killed or drove the the yeah. native pagans out of Ireland. Yeah. And that's what he celebrated for. Clean so that. it's, no. We call that cleaning house in the biz. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a holiday about religious persecution. So I'm very against it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just annoying. It's just annoying. It's either everybody weirdly deciding that they're Irish for a day or well you know what that is complaining it's about because the one cool or ethnic thing that a white person can say they are <laughs> I'm yeah. 116th Irish yeah. so I'm gonna wear a kiss me on my Irish shirt all and drink sudden, some Guinness everybody, all of a sudden everybody's posting pictures of their grandparents and everybody their white is Irish one day a year <laughs> I mean that's that's what it is I don't know I just don't like it everybody and it's gets like really a annoying. kitschy Irish people were um, pretty discriminated against when they first came to America. And so that that's the kind of cool ethnicity that you can say you are and still kind of grasp onto something. But my friend at work, her husband is Irish. You met him. And he works at an Irish bar. And he was getting big tips on Saturday for having a cool accent. Oh like, yeah. they thought he was faking it. And they're like, oh, you're a good job. And I'm like, oh, that guy must clean up. I'm sure he does. He's a very dapper gentleman. <laughs> That's enough of my That's enough of work your, uh, stories. Work stories. Okay. All right. Well, we'll move on to uh, everybody's favorite segment. T-minus Last three minutes please. and counting. Five, four, three, two, one. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. So, Christina, I wanted to tell you something very exciting. The Hubble Space Telescope made I've some observations on Ganymede, which is... Jupiter's largest moon and has discovered that there are vast underground oceans underneath the uh, surface of Ganymede. Liquid, it's believed to be saltwater oceans underneath Ganymede, which could mean potential life. Uh, mo probably more importantly, it could, we the could good steal news about water, water being in space <laughs> is that that water can be broken down and turned into jet fuel. It can be used to grow plants, all that kind of stuff, or rocket fuel, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it will aid in further exploration, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the crazy thing. So we looked at, we looked at this moon. It's the largest moon of Jupiter. We looked at this moon with the Hubble Space Telescope, and we're able to see through it in a new way in a new way that allowed us to detect that there was water oceans or that there was oceans underneath. And there's more water in these oceans than all of the Earth's oceans. And so they were able to detect it because Ganymede is also has a magnetic field, which is rare. And this magnetic field causes aurora. And 
uh, since the magnetic pull from Jupiter is so big, it interacts with the magnetic field of Ganymede and and causes a shift in these auroras. And because of the water that's under the surface of Ganymede, it changes... Uh, it it changes something about the aurora. Basically, it changes the way that it it wiggles in the gravitational pull of Jupiter. And so, by observing these aurora with the telescope using, uh, I believe, is ultraviolet light, they were observing it using ultraviolet light, which couldn't be done from underneath the atmosphere because ultraviolet light gets filtered out in the atmosphere it enabled scientists to uh, surmise, I suppose, that there's uh, this water underneath the surface of Ganymede, which is insane. Like, it's just crazy. And I should mention, Hubble Space Telescope has been up in space for 25 years. It's a school bus-sized telescope that's been up in space for 25 years. Is and we're still doing this. It will, prob- it will never come back down. Okay. When it's done with its life, It will. they'll just burn it Throw up it in away. the atmosphere <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is sad but it's crazy i mean that's what that's insane 25 years when when hubble went up into space i was seven years old yeah me too i was just a little older i was just a little older when my daughter than my daughter when hubble went up into space and here it is still doing science discovering things today that's that's insane so if you're on twitter check out hashtag uh like hubble 25 Hashtag or the or his actual account at yeah it's hashtag Hubble twenty five look at it there's just they're highlighting some of the discoveries of Hubble so maybe we'll talk maybe I'll talk some more about that on an upcoming Rad Space News I think April April twenty fourth is the will be the twenty fifth anniversary of the Hubble Space Telescope so that's insane and I'll put a link to that in the thing uh the only other thing speaking of auroras the only thing I wanted to say right now as we record this there is some unprecedented activity going on here on earth with uh aurora like we're experiencing some massive solar storms that are potentially going to be disrupting GPS systems and causing some issues but what it means is there's just these crazy beautiful auroras happening all over the world And if you've ever wondered if you can see the aurora from your house, there's an awesome website you can go to. It shows you an interactive map of where it's where people are viewing it. It pulls in tweets from people with photos and stuff like that. So you can actually see what other people are seeing and gives you tips on where to go look for it and stuff like that. And it's and again, I'll put this link in the show notes, but it's aurorasaurus.org. Aurorasaurus like thesaurus, but with the aurora, aurorasaurus.org. And you're That's not going to talk cool. about the eclipse? I am not aware of this eclipse what? that you speak of. You should be fired. <laughs> there's going to be a... You have my salary. There's going to be an eclipse on the 20th. Do you know this? No. T- tell me Tell me about this eclipse, Christina. It's going to be a total eclipse. Of the S- heart? <laughs> Of my heart. (laughs) The sun. Yeah. So the moon will pass. No. How does it work? What I was just saying. I felt like you were I'm not. No, I wasn't laughing at you. The moon passes in front of the sun. This is as turned on as I've ever been. (laughs) (laughs) Block. That's pretty sad. Um, It. uh, The moon passes in front Uh of the sun. Goes dark. 
and that a full eclipse, a total eclipse will be in Norway, uh-huh. and a partial eclipse in looks like mostly northern europe so we can't we won't be able to see it from no unfortunately this part of the world won't. but hey maybe we have some international listeners out there maybe that uh i know we have some listeners in australia so do we yeah i'll look to see if there's this well that's uh that's fascinating thank you for sharing that with me christina that is something that i didn't know i know why didn't you know i don't know because it's not affecting us not here attention uh all right well we'll uh we'll let's do this Let's take this. Let's take this puppy in for a landing. What do you say? Is the for runway coming into our sight? Our Australian listener mm-hmm. will get a partial so eclipse. Hey, let's be let's be a uh, hopeful. Maybe it's more than one. You never know. For five hours, that seems mm-hmm. like a long time. Yeah. As always, guys, I forgot to mention it at the top of the show. You can find us online, nerdoutloudpod.com. You can just search Nerd Out Loud on Twitter. We're Nerd Out Loud Pod on Twitter. Nerd Out Loud on Facebook. You can find us. We're on there. We love to hear from you. We love to interact with you. We love your feedback. We have some very exciting things coming up that I wanted to tell you about. As I've mentioned, uh, I am now on the Takedown podcast. You can find us on iTunes and all the places that you find podcasts. Mondays. We'll post links to it and stuff. The episodes drop every single Monday morning. And uh, keep your ear to the ground for Christy's new show. We'll be putting links out to that. Also so on that's Monday very mornings. Exciting. That will also be dropping on Monday mornings. Everybody's going to be busy on Mondays. And uh, something I want to tell you guys to save the date about. So there's an event that's happening here locally in the Seattle area and kind of north of Seattle up in Everett called Odd Mall. And uh, it happened last year and I wasn't able to go, but it's happening in this year. And I've been speaking to the organizer of it. And he's going to come on the show and kind of share some of his experience with putting on this event, but it's called Odd Mall, and there's just tons of crazy exhibitors there. It's kind of like kind of like a Comic-Con type thing, but just lots of weird kind of unique people and exhibitors, and there's going to be like a beard competition there and of course. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff like that. So uh, I, I thought it would be fun if we like got a little group together and went to this thing it's actually it's going to be free it's in Everett it's on June 6th and 7th so we'll be talking more about it but just wanted to put a bug in your ear and a uh, save the date June 6th and 7th we're going to have this event that i wanted to go to and we're going to have the organizer on did yeah, you say i that? did mention that okay. yeah we're going to have the organizer on uh and last but not least if you or someone you know nerds out about something uh or you uh, you want us to talk about something or cover something or explore a weird subculture that you are uh, interested in, or you can think of a place that you'd like me to take a microphone and record something that you're too scared to go, I will, uh, I will gladly go do that for you. So uh, drop us a line. Drop us a line on the website, nerdoutloudpod.com. All of our contact information is on there. You can contact us anonymously. You can send us email. You can tweet us, Facebook us, hit us up, and uh, tell us what you, where you'd like us to go. And we will. Well, I will at least. I don't know about Christy. <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't speak for her. Christy, do you have any last words? Never wait for cake. And uh, you know what they always say. And in a road trip, unless you dip into Kansas a little. Let your nerd flag fly!